0: I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to
1: decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. Homes is that you don't want to You cope by putting a blindness on I've been trying to find some kind of way But I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine And last to nonsense cause your mind is gone I can't save every person in politic and It's bringing the worst out the very earth And every perk of living on this turf Is being chipped at and nerfed But I can't sit back and lurk I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose
2: this What's up everybody? Welcome back to The Underground This is episode 69 I am once again joined by Joseph
0: Wild West, temp style
2: nations. And this is the show where we constantly remind you politics ruins everything. Joseph, how are you doing?
3: Man, I am well. I think I'm just going to go ahead and get on to how our lovely supporters can support us. If you're new to the show, uh, thank you for joining in. If you've been listening, we appreciate you. But if you're new, you can go to the show notes of our podcast. And there you can find the link, our direct.me link, which will have all of our social media. It will have our YouTube channel, Odyssey channel, our PayPal donation link, and then also our crypto wallet as well, only for Bitcoin. And basically we use a value for value system here, which means that you can donate to us in the form of your time, talent, and treasure based off any value you think you're getting from us. The best things that you can do is like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and share our YouTube channel, our podcast on social media, and make sure you're downloading our podcast as well. How are you doing, David? That was pretty good. Hey, you
2: know, yeah, we're getting I
3: a little better. I'm yeah. back on my track. You know, yeah, since man, the yeah. new year happened, man, it's been it's been <laughs> a rocky road for me with these uh, to the value for value segment. Yes, yes.
2: It's, it's starting to sound good. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm doing pretty well, you know, since we uh, talked a few minutes ago on our last episode. If this is the first time you're listening to the show, we record both episodes on Monday and release one on Tuesday and one on Thursday, so we do more of a social commentary on Tuesday and more entertainment-based uh, deconstruction on Thursday. And obviously, this yep. is the Thursday show, uh, no matter what day you're listening to it. Um, and Joseph, I guess we're just going to get right into it, right? Let's do it. So how do we, uh, we've been talking for quite some time, uh, about Lord of the Rings.
3: you mean, uh, Trop? Uh,
2: yeah. The Lord of the Rings, <laughs> the Rings of Power. I, <laughs> That's oh, a long man. name.
3: What well, they should have just called it uh, the Rings of Power. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> and then in all the advertisement, you know, Lord of the Rings that, you know, this is a prequel to that, but I mean, come on. it's a name value that's all it is
2: yeah it's uh i know um nerd roddick likes to talk about how the only reason the show exists is so that uh uh, bezos can have a trophy essentially it's like that big plaque that they made for the quote-unquote the original teaser that they did um would just go in his office so he can be like oh i once made a tv show about lord of the rings or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's kind of looking like that might be the case and uh so if if you've been living under a rock for the past year, let's just say, uh, it's probably been a little bit longer than that. But I think things really started ramping up as far as the potential negative press yeah. uh, about the show uh, last year, um, and in. I think it was around that time, the thing that set it off was when Bezos was talking about how he wanted this to be, or the rumors had come out that Bezos wanted this to be his Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. right, or Amazon's Game of Thrones. Yep. That's when a lot of the people, especially the die-hard Lord of the Rings fans, uh, were starting to get a little bit nervous about what this might actually be.
3: It was a red flag, right?
2: No, major. major and the other major. red
3: flag was hiring showrunners oh, yes. who have no experience other than the only credit they had was the Star it's, Trek movie that came out in 2016 whenever yeah, Star, it, it flopped It Star sucked
2: Star Trek Beyond
3: The Star Trek Who and, Gives a Crap And they I were, think that's the name of the title
2: I well, it's important yeah well it's important to understand that these guys I think were co-writers and weren't even may they may not have even been the like the head writer for that yeah. so these these guys not only was that going on with them, but they also apparently were uh, given potentially credit that got them into the position to be the showrunners for Lord of the Rings from Mister. Abrams himself.
3: Oh man, the kiss of death, dude! Yeah. Just like Nerd Roddick said, it really is the kiss of death yeah. when um, he approves somebody's no. Okay.
2: The guy, the guy from uh, the guy that's directing Batman. He's part of that crew, too. <laughs> I know. Matt Reeves. I yep. know. And it's I'm fun- like, no. He's infested everywhere. <laughs> yep, yep. And it sucks, too, because I've I've liked some of the stuff Matt Reeves has done in the past. Then again, yeah. it's been a while since I've seen it. So, you know, things change. with but,
3: Planets of the Apes. But mm-hmm. but we need to get down to this trailer breakdown. So, basically, all I want to do first is, you know, we'll get into the trailer. And then we'll, for people who don't know, we'll kind of break it down, let you know What's going on in the trailer? And then from that point, we'll levy our critiques and, like, you know, the positives and the negatives.
2: All righty. So I'm just going to kind of pull this up so people can see it. So, opening
3: up, what you get is more than likely, I'm like 99% sure. That's, I mean, I'm 100% sure. That's Numenor. Okay. Uh, You see their holy mountain in the back. This statue as well is similar to the one in the fellowship if people remember the, uh, the Great Hall. Yeah, the Kings. Yeah, when they're going, um,
2: they're they're paddling on the, the canoes towards the end of the yes. movie, right? Or I is can't that... remember
3: the name of the statues. Yeah. I should know this as many times as I've read the books. <laughs> and it's okay. just watched countless things hey, on them.
2: It's okay. It's not as if Lord of the Rings diehards aren't going to pick apart every tiny little <laughs> thing that you say. Not, yeah, not no, to make I you
3: know, nervous. Right? <laughs> uh, so, this is Numenor, and when it opens up, too, you see a crest, uh, a sun symbol, and it's uh, also one of the symbols that was on one of the images of uh, the still images they released as well. So this is Numenor, and you can go on. I mean, you know, I guess as we go, we can just, you know, talk about it yeah. scene by scene. So it just makes it make it easier. Did, I was think-
2: there was there any reference with these guys? Looks like they're carrying, like, the heads of... I'm doing... Whoa! Uh, they look like uh, moose I, I don't I don't know they're hunters and that's, that's kind of what I
3: it, yeah I will say Numenor that that previous scene it looked okay it looked okay I, you know that I'll say you know that particular scene looked great that Numenor and then this looks more like Lord of the Rings right
2: yeah so this is the one thing about the trailer that I'm not really a big fan of and I, I've seen this as somewhat of a common complaint is mm-hmm. that it feels too generic. Yes, it everything does feel fe- very generic. I, I was gonna go here here's how I kind of feel about it. It has a bit of that Hobbit feel where everything feels a little too clean in areas. It feels a little too like Teenager-ish, I, I mean, ish, like, like Peter yeah, Pan, almost like, Disney. like too polished.
3: Yeah, I, Kayla or you know, Kayla said one of the things she said she was like, it just feels you know, very generic. It feels like a Disney movie. It doesn't feel like The Lord of the Rings, like yeah. Tolkien.
2: So yeah, you look at if you go back and you look at any of the images from the original trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which again is supposed to be the standard, right? right? If you're gonna make, and this is what why a lot of people have problems with the Hobbit too, including myself. Um, mm-hmm. That's it's a it's the visuals are only a small part of it, but it is a part of it. um There was something about the visuals in the original that just worked right yeah everything kind of came together i'm sure you can find people out there that well, aren't like a fan of those original like some of that stuff um go ahead yeah you no, clearly I was gonna say,
3: <laughs> th- look at dune right ah okay was, the, was there cgi used in that yes, yes but he used actual real landscape right mostly Landscapes well he, he and used
2: he used cgi for the stuff that you can't really do as well practically sometimes it just makes more sense to use cgi than it does to use practical effects and that's that's one of the things denny Villeneuve was really good at or at least his team Mm -hmm. was Is understanding like let's try to keep things practical where we can but obviously a giant sandworm doesn't make a lot of sense
3: yeah exactly and so And that's what the original trilogy had, which this is a prequel to the trilogy of The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, right? The Hobbit fell short because it heavily relied on CGI and it showed and people just did not like it the same. Oh, yeah. And so Amazon, you know, had came out and said that, you know, they were really going to focus on practical effects. Well, when they released the quote unquote teaser trailer weeks or whenever ago of highlighting what the name of the show was going to be, I didn't even know it was practical effects until they released the behind the scene footage.
2: Yeah. So something that I had heard and I'm kind of wondering if that's one of the reasons why I'm not really into the visual style of this and I'm going to get a little technical for a second. So try to follow me. Okay. Generally when you're filming for anything, you want it to be in uh, 24 frames a second or in uh, it, sometimes it's 25 depending on where you live in the world it's 24 or 25 so what Peter Jackson did sorry I had to burp uh, what Peter Jackson did in um the Hobbit is he went to 48 frames a second that's why everything looks super smooth super clean gotcha um it's it's similar to if you're if you're a gamer it's like the opposite right like you you actually right. want that so that's why they talk about like oh I have uh, you know, 120 frames a second or whatever because it, it makes everything really clean really smooth uh, and run really well it's the opposite in film you actually want to find yourself around that 24 frames a second and i think that's kind of what's standard with a lot of cameras now mm-hmm. um, because it gives you a more like worn in look like a, a it, it makes you feel like there's um, a bit of a separation between you and what's happening right yeah that's why it's considered like the cin- like the cinematic look when, right. you, when you have uh the lower frame rate like that um but when you get into like 48 you almost feel like you're in it which is what i think jackson was trying to do with the hobbit which i mean to some degree like good on good on you if that was actually it at least he was trying to do something creative with those right. even even if i think it didn't work um so that's what i'm kind of getting from this yeah. it feels like they
3: up the frame rate.
2: yeah and this is a problem in a lot of stuff that we're seeing now in cinema whether we're talking about tv or movies is that they're learning the wrong lessons from things it's like yes it's like are you looking at the hobbit to decide how you're making the show or are you looking at the original material that you had being yep. that og trilogy uh, as far as like the, the visual version of Lord of the Rings is concerned
3: that was so beloved yeah. no I agree and in Peter Jackson's defense he had to do the Hobbit trilogy or the Hobbit movie at the last minute because of uh, Warner Brothers being the worst production company in Hollywood if you can even imagine that
2: Did, didn't they say they were going to do it without him too was that yeah, am, yeah I, well it was supposed to be Guillermo del Toro but
3: it kept oh, that's right. issues kept occurring with Warner Brothers a new line And so, in 2012, or 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 I can't remember when the movie was released, but like a few a year or two before, you know, uh, it released or whenever, however many years beforehand, he quit because of Warner Brothers and New Line or Warner Brothers. And then that's when Peter Jackson led in on it and became the director because I think he was just going to be an executive producer, yeah. And Guillermo del Toro was going to lead it, and there was just going to be two movies the hobbit from bilbo's perspective and then the hobbit from Gandalf's perspective
2: that's right man it's been a long time
3: i got you uh
2: but let's go back back to to this
3: the this i'm assuming this is supposed to be a hobbit
2: that was my first assumption and it it was not only the look it was also the voice
3: yes Uh, and i think she's the one that's narrating this whole thing and oh boy dude that the little stuff in her hair and everything gives me like PTSD from uh, Radagast and the Hobbit, (laughs) the bird poop in his, in his hair and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so again, it's the, one of the problems I had with the Hobbit that I, I, I feel like I'm seeing in this is what we just talked about being too clean, not being Tolkien, right? Not be, it's a generic fantasy and it feels more like Disney, like Peter Pan, something like that rather than like Lord of the Rings and it seems like they can't decide do we want to make something for teenagers or do we want to make something for adults now I could be wrong when the first episodes we have to withhold complete judgment until the first episode arrives
2: and uh, I've mentioned this to you but there is a potential because Amazon has done this with other shows yeah um, most notably Invincible where the rating of the episodes can differ yeah. So you might have an episode that's focused on something that is more TV-14. So there's mm-hmm. some violence, you know, maybe somebody smoking a pipe or whatever, but that's about as far as it goes. And then in the very next episode, they could ramp it up into a potentially more game. And this is a the- this is me theorizing. Like I'm not right. saying this is what's going to happen. Right. And they could have ramped it up in another episode to something more Game of Thrones-esque if you will. Yeah.
3: And so in this scene, what we have is Galadriel. She is uh, attempting to climb a mountain. And then there, uh, not in this particular shot, I don't think, but there's also some cloak figures behind her. But basically, this is what uh, people are assuming is the Helcaraxae. However, during the Helcaraxae, when Thingolfin's uh, people cross over into Middle-earth from Valinor. I believe I have my Tolkien lore correct. They crossed the Northern Pat Pass, uh, and it was really treacherous for them. Now, this is obviously, if it is that, a more dramatic sense of that, because I couldn't imagine all of his people having to cross like this. So it's, it's extremely dangerous, right? Right. Uh, but the only problem is, is that during that passing, the sun... Didn't exist yet, so that's the only thing that this may not be that as well. Dude. This could be her in the <laughs> northern area. I forget what the the specific part is called. Yeah, right now, and she could be trying to go out after, uh, you know, Sauron or his, you know, anyone who had to do with uh the that last battle in the first age.
2: I am really curious how the writing is going to be in this show. So I'm not I'm not a huge lore guy when it comes to Lord of the Rings. I'm not a huge lore guy in general. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's stuff I that you. I find yeah well it's stuff that I find interesting generally when other people are talking about it, mm-hmm. um, but it's not something that I I tend to care about. But like listening to you like talk about this, I tend to think like there's no way they're gonna get this right,
3: dude. <laughs> like, we'll we'll get into that later. Let's just keep going. Right, uh, we'll get into that.
2: So also the other thing I am Gladiol is an elf, correct? Yes. This girl don't look like an elf to me.
3: Nope. She really, that's one of the criticism criticisms I have with all of the elves is that they only have 20 years. Yeah. Right. They have short hair, which is against what Tolkien wrote them as. And they ju- there's really nothing that differentiates them between the, at least that we can tell with what's been released between humans and the elves. And so uh, more on that later but yeah this is wait did you new- say
2: did you say that they don't have pointy ears no they
3: do have pointy ears i didn't mean if i said don't i didn't mean no they. i might
2: have just misheard you um yeah
3: they do have pointy ears and that's really the only that i can tell the only thing that distinguishes them uh, from oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: i'm, I'm being and, dumb
3: <laughs> and they should have how tolkien wrote them to be right they should have long hair the short hair thing is going to I mean, that's just going to take me yeah, a while to get used we'll to. Get but then that. the other thing, too, that we'll see in this trailer and that we even saw with Galadriel is that their armor sucks. I mean, Peter Jackson did a way better job uh-huh. of displaying the elven armor from, you know, Dwarves armor and human armor. Right. And their armor in the second age should be a lot better than what it is in the third age. Yeah. So, so because there was more skilled armors then. So who's this guy? That's a new character. I forget his name. Starts with an H. Who cares? So it doesn't matter. Uh, he's a, <laughs> no, he's a human. And his his and from what it seems like, uh, from what I've read, his destiny and Gladriel's destiny come, becomes intertwined somehow. Oh,
2: great. Yay.
3: Great. You're What you see in so, this. So he's Jon Snow?
2: A, yes. Is that what you're is, telling me? Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> what you see in this is a lot of original characters, heavy a heavy emphasis uh-huh. on the original characters oh, they created, boy. and um, one of the concerns a lot of people has have is, are they going to play fast and loose with the lore? I think they are. The
2: question, the oh. answer is yes. Yeah. If discussions yeah. I've had with a couple people, <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just saying, I'm like 99.9 percent sure they are because of what they're emphasizing now. Their marketing strategy could be, hey, we're going to have the hardcore fans anyway. Let's try and get the casual, and let's just market that. That's if I'm being extremely generous. However, I think due to the emphasis on the original characters, what was released in variety and stuff like that, you're probably going to get a little bit of Galadriel and Elrond and some established characters, right? But then either as the season goes on, um, as season one goes on, or as the seasons go on, it eventually will be those new characters they introduce because they can do anything they want to with them whereas the established characters they
2: can't You know really. what? you know what other franchise is doing that currently tell us star wars i know <laughs> but
3: star wars ain't as good as lord of the rings that's just the truth
2: well that's not even the that it's, I know. it's literally <laughs> the same thing except i'm sure they're not going to kill off i mean they can't really kill off gladriel or any of them like they can in star no. wars so especially because this is like prequel prequel
3: <laughs> yeah and it seems like Gladriel is going to be the main character in season one all right
2: all right so, so one of the uh more con wait hang on i'm trying to get this right come on give me a good shot of this guy i know there was one in here
3: yeah keep going a little bit there keep going no keep going forward you're, you're right there you go uh,
2: okay so this is one of the more controversial characters according to the internet <laughs> yeah one of, so, we'll get to the other one in a minute.
3: I just want to talk about the scene. Yeah. I have a problem with Hollywood relying so much on slow-mo. Now, again, oh, I haven't yes. seen any episodes, but as far as just film rise, right? I think if you're going to know how much better the, uh, the elven warriors are from the human warriors, I think have a uh, scene like this go fast instead of slow, right? To where it, you just can barely catch it. That's just my opinion. I don't think you need to see a slow mo of him catching the arrow before it hits his buddy and turning around and shooting it. Now, I don't have a problem with that. I think, is it unrealistic? Yes. I mean, Peter Jackson did the same thing with Legolas, you know, sliding down the trunk uh, of that uh, elephant in Return of the King, but it's epic and it's cool. So well, right, I don't really well, care so much about that
2: it adds flair to it i I will hold off judgment on that specific thing until we actually see the show and how much see or excuse me how much slow-mo is in it um because if it's just to slow down certain things to, to help you establish uh like characteristics i don't have a problem with it it's the the where it gets bad is when you have something like uh Zack Snyder's Justice League like his cut where it's like slow motion every 10 minutes yes um like that whole that whole thing with the amazons uh in that yeah where everything is like slow mo and you're like what are you doing like none of this needs to be slowed down um it, it's stylistic it's a uh, mm. it's a creative choice in a lot of instances right. um it, you could say it's subjective depending on um what we're talking about
3: I'm wondering if they're going to have the Sylvan Elf, A. Rondir is his name, A. Rondir, and if he's going to be on par with Legolas. He's going to be the Legolas of the show.
2: There will be a Legolas. Yeah. For certain, there will be. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Now, go ahead. I I pulled this up because I was wondering if there was any context for what yes. either looks like a comet or a falling star or some so sort of
3: it's a meteor meteor when it hits the earth, it becomes the meteorite, Right. And so I thought it was going to be one of the wizards, but particularly Gandalf. That's what I was thinking. No one knows a hundred percent, but uh, according to my sources, fellowship of the fans who has sources to Amazon, um, rumor has it they've been in fellowship of the fans has been accurate. Uh, if you don't want to hear this spoiler, stop and forward you know, a minute or 30 seconds, but they, uh, rumor has it that he's going, that that's an evil person. I'm assuming it's going to be Sauron. And he, you know, thinks that, you know, he comes down and he sense. thinks, you know, he's Anatar, right. Right. And he thinks that it's good and he, he, he's lost all his memory. And then slowly he regains his memory and realizes who he is. This is, is Gil Galad, And he is the head honcho of the elves. He's the big man on campus. He is, along with Elendil, who is the king of uh, Numenor after it's destroyed, uh, fight Sauron at that last battle, which is what this is going to build up to, uh, the the last battle of the Second Age. I I should know the name of it. But uh, the battle... uh, I can't remember... Uh, but anyway, and he's just an amazing elf king is all. And then this is Galadriel uh, this leading
2: battle, battle suit, Galadriel. <laughs>
3: yeah. battle suit Galadriel and terrible elven armor. That's just come Dude. on guys. Do it better. At least if you're going to do it, do it right. You so, know?
2: Well, and one of the things that's interesting, clearly Amazon doesn't understand that we live in the age of the internet where you can uh, slow things down. Uh, yep. But when you had, when we were talking about the trailer, um, uh, before the the before all of this um mm-hmm. or you know after it aired from the super bowl uh i had mentioned to you that one of the things that was most notable for me uh was th- how quick the trailer goes this is a minute long right yeah and they shove so much in there and it's so fast and a lot of the time when uh companies do that it's because they're trying to hide something from you yeah. you know it was like uh a buddy of mine had said Oh, did you know? Uh, what did you think of that like orc that was in the trailer? And I was like, I don't even remember there being an orc in the trailer. <laughs> it wasn't until I went back and watched what it. And I was like, Oh, that's what he's talking about. <laughs> no, it and was so fast. Yeah, that's part of it is that they want to throw all this stuff at you, and at the moment you don't have the time to go back and uh, and watch it. So all the music and the fast imagery and the a couple occasions where you kind of notice something that looks Lord of the Rings esque to you, and you go, Oh man, what is this? Oh, this seems so cool. This is that jangling keys, this is literally yep. that kind of trailer.
3: Yeah, and furthermore, along par with that, it seems to me like a better teaser would have been either you do two separate scenes of the show, 30 seconds long, you don't have to show everything, right? Just 30 seconds long each, leave the fans wanting more, right, for a teaser, or sure. just one scene that's an entire minute long, and let it play out. You know, and again, it's just like you said, they shove so much into this to where it does seem very... Like they're trying to hide something. Yeah. Now this is Elrond, and he looks terrible. Here, oh, like,
2: is that, that really? Th- I didn't even recognize. Him. Yeah,
3: that's supposed to be Elrond. I'm assuming that doesn't look like Gladril.
2: No, that I think that's a guy.
3: Yeah, I think that's Elrond. I could be wrong though. Okay.
2: Well, here's the orc, right? This is.
3: No, that's not an orc. That is an ice troll.
2: Dang, dude! This I'm thing assuming
3: looks... it's an ice troll. That's not an orc though.
2: So uh, a friend of mine said that uh, he was kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt with the CG currently, uh, just mm-hmm. because the show isn't out yet. Mm-hmm. I'm skeptical. This that, seems. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna say you. I'm skeptical that there's anything left to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think they're probably done with the show at this point. I mean, yeah, they're
3: done with season one. They've been they're on season two.
2: Right. Well, I mean, po- post is something different than them.
3: Yeah, that's true. Uh, so that's it, true.
2: it it kind of just depends. Uh, there's no way to really know, and I'm, I'm sure they're not going to put out any sort of information about being totally wrapped on season one. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, to some degree, I feel like it's it's kind of a wait and see. But this doesn't look very good.
3: <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> no matter and- what
2: the actual truth is, when we actually when the show comes out, this doesn't look very good
3: no so here's the problems i have the the hus, uh the tus that he has uh, or the they're like ice troll has yeah you take those off and maybe it's better but it really just looks like a generic fantasy monster it doesn't look like tolkien
2: yeah I, I there's nothing about that 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 screams that to me nope um not at all hang on i don't was there anything else in this little i can't get that shot just flame yeah, i don't know just fire uh, this guy this possibly yeah, i think that's Elrond. possibly Elrond. <laughs> i think
3: that's Elrond. it's uh, an elf though for sure this is the capital city of the elves linden it is not Riv- rivendell rivendell has not been founded yet i believe maybe it has Who'd that's it- definitely linden though who's this guy that's a uh, king during the fourth
0: okay
2: oh wait hang on we're not there yet
3: nope here we go that's Elrond. Now, I definitely prefer the brown hair on him than that blonde.
2: <laughs> yeah, that might be another character. You, you know, you were saying that there's a lot of like new people in this, so it's very yeah. possible that whoever that was is filler character.
3: But you look at Elrond and he's in Khazad-dum because you see the drawers behind him, and it's just you see how much you see a bunch of shots with Galadriel and armor, and then Elrond. Is just seen in you know normal wear, and I just think costume wise they've done a bad job with the elves on both ends. With the at least in with Gladrine and her armor, and with Elrond here. But other than that, he's in Doom with the dwarves up to something.
2: Yeah, here. And
3: then this reminds me of uh. the Witcher type, to where you know they're checking to see if they got the ears, uh, the elvish ear ears um, and there is conflict in Numenor with because of it you know basically what happens is uh, you know if they follow the lore um, Al Ferrazon gets corrupted by Sauron and during that corruption process you know they start having bad relations with the elves so this could be something like that to where they're checking and she gets captured by uh, Numenor Ah, okay. Um, hands. Yeah. And then... It's, that's the Meteor Man?
2: The next scene? I was trying to grab... Okay. The, wait, did I go too far?
3: So, so that's the... Here we go.
2: This is yeah, what I was trying to get.
3: That's the m- Meteor Man, and I'm assuming he's supposed to be evil. That's what uh, that's what Fellowship of the Fans said, but who knows?
2: Uh, who okay. knows? Do we know who this other person is? Uh, I don't know. It looks dwarf? either dwarfy or hobbity. Hobbity, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Uh, there's not a whole lot Random left. elf
3: uh, trying to attack that uh, um, The stuff up top, the two logs, <laughs> whatever you call it.
2: <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's now, something.
3: This is a flashback to the, um, uh, what's the battle called, in the first age? I can't remember, but where uh, um, I think this is. Is it Finrod? I think so, and I believe he's going to die. But what's in- interesting, so before I get to what's interesting, the helmets here, just when you look at their helmets here, and the helmets, and I know this is, you're talking about these details. These are things that, you know people pick up on and you notice but they don't look they look very generic they don't look as sleek as when you look at peter jackson and yeah. the the lord of the rings and in the hobbit
2: yeah they were super uh, stylish yep and, and it this looks is like fin- this looks like uh, you know when you go to those um uh or you i don't know if you ever did this as, as a kid or whatever but they would do those like uh bethlehem uh reenactments at like your local church or whatever and they would have the roman yeah. soldiers there that's what these helmets look like like they were just cheap things that yeah. they picked up from the store and they pay, spray painted them gold <laughs> is this that
3: war in Balarian? the, the uh, tears won the cry anyway cool, dude. but what's cool is that you have the orcs here and then no go back to it real fast uh this is where the orcs. those are orcs right there you can barely make anything out. You can yeah. see that one right there by the guy, by There's the elf like screaming. a little bit right here, a, here,
2: here, here.
3: And almost like an elvish ear. And then that fire in the background, I'm thinking that's a Balrog. Oh, that'd be cool. That's an explosion. That would be really cool. Um, I definitely don't mind the design of the orcs as far as their armor is concerned, but I can't really make out anything I can't else. Tell. I kind of wish I would have been able to make out an orc in the teaser trailer, you know? And then this is pretty much the last shot, right? Yeah, I think that's supposed to be the I don't know if it's the meteor man or that this character is evil and that looks like a hobbit hand, but it also could be Gandalf or a blue wizard. That's another theory out there as well, because there's not much established on the blue wizards. So.
2: All right. Well, um, general impressions. We got to we got to talk about that.
3: Yeah, so general impressions for me, the CGI didn't look too spectacular. Um, other than, I think the best shot for me, the, the 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 one shot that felt like Lord of the Rings was those two hunters. And the beginning, that uh, looked like <laughs> That Hop one whatnot. second shot. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing to me that really looked like Tolkien. Yeah. Um, other than that, the CGI could have been better. I think, you know, you've already covered it. It just looks too clean. Looks like a Disney type of show again it hasn't come out you know we don't you know we don't have more trailers we haven't seen it yet but oh
2: you know what we missed i'm not going to go back to it um because i think i've got a picture that we'll we'll show in a minute for when this uh goes up on youtube but uh the dwarf the the female dwarf yeah
3: she in in that scene in the trailer what she's doing is singing a lament okay in kaza in uh kaza dune oh cool yep
2: um so yeah, so uh, yeah, I I tend to agree. I, th- I think I've said pretty much everything I can about it. It's like mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think the CG doesn't look that good. I think it it doesn't obviously I well, I wouldn't say obviously. I'll say that I it does not look as cheap as The Wheel of Time does. Yeah. It's not on that level, but that's kind of what you would expect from something with uh it's how how much uh do you remember how much the they it they the season was going to cost them? Is it 250 this... million?
3: I think this season is going to be half a million.
2: Is it only half a million? Yeah, once we- you
3: include like marketing and everything, like the whole shebang,
0: um,
3: like everything, half a million, I think. I mean, I'm sorry, half a billion, um, $500 million. <laughs> I think it's $500 million. Um, it's definitely $250 million because they it cost them $200 million to buy the rights to this. So... Um, I think actually more than 200000000 million.
2: You're right. It's almost half a million. $462 million. You mean Yeah, half a billion. Half a billion. Forget it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And so, again, I think the problems I have, I don't have a problem. I, I personally, as a Tolkien fan, um, Lord of the Rings is my favorite huge nerd into it. I don't have a problem with them introducing a diverse cast. However, I have a problem with them introducing a, div- a diverse cast that goes against how Tolkien described the world. Okay, so... What I mean by that is in Harad and in Khan, Khan, if I'm pronouncing that right, I'm pronouncing Harad right, but in Khan, they are described as dark skinned people. And you could take that and they ally with Sauron. You see them in the Return of the King on the elephants, right? You could take that and, you know, add nuance, bring in new characters and show, hey, During this time, maybe Gondor wasn't as moral as, you know, they were in, you know, the War of the Rings, right? And there's, you know, maybe they did uh, the people in Harad and Khan dirty, right? And maybe, you know, maybe there's sufficient reason why they decided to ally with Sauron. Yeah. And and you could flesh that out here and bring it in that way. Because it doesn't, what, what doesn't make sense is with the dwarves specifically, that one is i mean with both the dwarves and the elves uh but with the dwarves they live under mountains yeah so to my knowledge the sun doesn't shine (laughs) in mountains (laughs) yeah it it definitely all that i know
2: so here's the thing It, it causes a lot of problems and i continuity yeah
3: continuity issues because Const- this is a prequel here's the problem let me say this wrong the yeah. problem that it causes is what happened to all the hang on uh multi-ethnic drawers hobbits elves leading into the hobbit and the lord of the rings
2: um i have an answer for Was you there a genocide i have you i have an answer for you <laughs> okay um this video got released i i didn't i sorry i didn't realize you were going to go down this direction so i didn't have this prepared no um, you're fine or i would have uh i would have done that um,
3: let me say this real fast. Yeah. Also, the dwarves are based off of the, poet, the poetic of Edda, um, which is the catalog of... Uh, Jorritigal, if I'm pronouncing
2: that right. and Honestly, a lot of the stuff you're saying just sounds like gibberish to me.
3: Yeah, no. It's specifically not based on Norse mythology, but Tolkien explicitly <sighs> stated he wanted to create a medieval, pre- 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 medieval English mythology. And the dwarves, because the other ethnic ethnicities european ethnicities you know the people from finland norway etc they had their own
2: mythology right yeah even and he, so that's yeah even like poland i mean like to some degree yeah. the witcher can be considered mythology for that right king right. Arthur's the same way it's like we generally accept that king arthur wasn't a real person but the idea behind the mythology is to give color and character to different regions you- of the world
3: I'm glad you brought up King Arthur. The re- and the reason why that Tolkien created this, he states in one of his letters, um, or maybe it's in the appendices, is that K- the King Arthur, he just felt fell short. It's, he said it's great, but it just, it doesn't, it falls short in many ways. And so that's why he created this entire uh, universe, right? This, you know, Arda is the universe. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so here is... Uh a clip that i found i thought this was a little bit f- uh, kind of funny okay. um there is a little bit of language in it so you know forgive that but uh this is something that i uh, <laughs> kind of worked pretty well um this is from uh sorry let me make sure i get his his name from uh tradvark was taken his channel or whatever okay um uh, this will be uh linked in the show notes and on um the video when i put this out so this is just kind of a, a little skit that he put together you see that they added black actors to the new Lord of
1: the Rings series? Oh my god, get over it. It's just a TV show. <laughs> I'm not complaining. On contrary, this is the greatest thing ever. Hmm, really? Yeah, really? Because for a second there, I thought you were going to...
2: You gonna... know, since this is a prequel, and then in the movies, there are no Black Hobbits, so that means at some point between the series and the movies, the Shire holocausted all the Black Hobbits, and that's just based as fuck, King. I should have seen this coming. <laughs>
3: It really is true. And I think we go like no one. We first off, we all realize diverse casting is great. It's good. We realize that minorities in Hollywood were dealt, you know, weren't giving were dealt a bad hand um, given not given opportunities for many decades in Hollywood. And so we think uh, the more the merrier we've David and I have talked about arcane. We've talked about Blade, Shaft, so many different movies that we thought are great regardless of people not looking like us okay
2: so yes you're you're absolutely right but wait hang on hang on let me say this because this is this has been driving me crazy because this constantly gets brought up Mm -hmm. um there's this like idea right and we're actually gonna probably get into it with something else um Mm -hmm. or there's there's some other things that that are dealing with this right now too um people are constantly looking at the past right mm-hmm. and all the things that were terrible that happened but it's like for our entire lifetime um things have been significantly better and you mentioned a couple of them right i mean you have mm-hmm. if we're if we're talking specifically uh black or african american or whatever you want to call it i mean like y- you kind of get in trouble no matter how you characterize it at this point but mm-hmm. you've got um blade you've got shaft there you've got um oh shoot i'm <laughs> i just i brain farted a little bit there um <laughs>
1: You got these two movies, these two
2: characters, y'all. But you have like everything <laughs> Denzel's ever been in. Um, you've that's too great. You you've got like Sorry. this this short time with like Chas, Chadwick Boseman, and despite how I feel about Black Panther, that movie like blew up as far as like normal audiences are concerned. Um, they mm-hmm. are uh, Hollywood in, in in a kind of gross way is bending over backwards um, to essentially like race swapping a bunch of characters. Um, mm-hmm. and it's really kind of this like disingenuous thing at this point yeah to to be putting that out there not to mention and correct me where i might be wrong on this but mm-hmm. all of the uh the characters or what they would say like the pocs in this show they're all made up right yes they they're are. not they're, they're, they're not even up. actual characters from from the thing mm-hmm.
3: and you have established characters you could use and stuff like that so but you're te- yeah. you're
2: telling me that they put token but- token characters in tolkien's work
3: yes they did literal <laughs> token characters and not only that david but they appropriated white culture onto them as well that's the other thing because the dwarves and elves are based on the uh, tolkien's culture right the yeah. english mythology he wanted to create and so the one of the things i was going to get into is i agree with you it's definitely gotten better in our lifetime and it's getting it's gotten a, a lot better right since you know whenever in our lifetime but the point I was getting at, though, is that there's a right way and a right setting to do that. That doesn't mean you have to have that in every single movie. For example, if, you know, there was, if somebody was making a movie on the Mayan civilization, right, it would be very weird if half the cast was Asian or Caucasian. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah that you lead to a and, bunch of and unless there right? was some
2: sort of reason for it yes. in the story it doesn't make any sense
3: right or if there is a show or a, a movie that was going to be based on feudal japan it'd be really weird if well, half ki- the cast were hispanic right?
2: Keanu, Keanu reeves might show up or <laughs> matt damon yeah, that's true that or happened. tom cruise Wait, no, that might have been chinese or tom cruise well the last um, samurai made sense there was there yeah, that's true. Was, the Last Samurai is actually a really good example of that because there was a reason for that in the story, yeah. and people will pull the whole like white savior card on a lot of that stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get back into Lord of the Rings. Was there anything yeah. else in particular about it that you want to talk about? Because I want to get into a little bit of the reaction uh, to what was going on.
3: No, I, I'm. I don't have high expectations. Let's just put my stock did not rise on the show.
2: Yeah, neither. But what
3: seemed odd, what seemed odd is that this is what I, Oh, I'm so I'm glad you have this pulled up. I wanted to get into this too, because because I wanted to say,
2: Yet they can't see it yet. So, okay. uh,
3: So (laughs) I wanted to say like, it almost seemed like Amazon was like, had already had it planned articles for the backlash. No, they absolutely did. That was coming, and we're gonna because we're gonna they show know what they're doing. Them.
2: Yeah, well, and, and whether it was Amazon or whether these people have just gotten to the point where they're pre-writing stuff based on like internet chatter, mm-hmm. and they just know it. So this is this is one of them. This is from uh, Slash Film that says, "Oh shame! It seems racists won't be able to watch the new Lord of the Rings TV show," which is a really dumb headline for a very uh, obvious reason. For one, it's like, w- why can't they? If you were even being like sincere about that right what yeah what's stopping them it's so like who are they talking about right um and then just anyone who
3: criticizes them
2: yeah and then you've got because
3: they're expecting it it's almost like they're expecting this to be a flop
2: you've got this one from indie that says amazon's lord of the rings team knew they'd face token fan backlash over diverse casting so this one's directly to your point um and it says uh, who are these people that feel so threatened or disgusted by the idea that an elf is black uh, or Latino or Asian? Um, that's a straw man. Yes, it is. Who are they talking mm-hmm. about? Right. And obviously, I don't have the articles pulled up. We don't have yeah. time to, to to go into that. But it's like clearly they're asking the question of who this is. And it's like, you know, you could find someone like Nerdrotic or uh, just some guy who's I've got a couple tweets from them. People who are annoyed by gamers. what's going on and talk to them about their opinion or you can just straw man the crap out of them and move on with your life which is David, what can I do a, lot of a contrast
3: do. please when Peter Jackson was making the Lord of the Rings right Peter Jackson did not follow everything that Tolkien wrote he changed some things for example he didn't include Glorfindel, who actually saves Frodo when he gets stabbed in the Fellowship of the Rings um, by the race right and uh, the reason why is it was a perfect I- way to introduce Arwen and you can't introduce too many characters in film mm-hmm. the other thing is he was going to include Arwen at the Battle of Helm's Deep however he, he released purposefully released an image of her at Helm's Deep and um, sorry Bella was moving around making a ton of noise I don't know if you could hear it or not, but uh, he purposely released that image to gauge the reaction from the OneRing.net, the OneRing.com, and other fans. And he enjoyed it, so he didn't necessarily he took that away that part because there was huge backlash to it because they felt like it was going to take away from Erwin and you know her you know whole character arc, and then as well from Theodrin Theodrin. And Aragorn's victory at Helm's Deep. Also, the elves weren't weren't supposed to be sorry uh, at Helm's Deep, but he put that in there to kind of signify the fall of the race of the elves, and that it's only only men can save themselves. And so, Peter Jackson did not come out and criticize the fans. Is basically what I'm getting at. He didn't include. He didn't get rid of everything they wanted. But he did get rid of some things. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. And this is the thing that um, uh, I was telling you, I got in an, an argument, if you will, uh, with someone online uh, about uh the dwarves, the dwarven women in the beards mm-hmm. um, and its lore across the board. Right. Like we're not we're not yep. talking about something that's like, oh, it's only part of the Silmarillion or it's only in the OG trilogy or whatever. This is just straight up lore. It doesn't really matter at this point where it comes from, you know, if Jackson had put a a female dwarf in the movie and she wasn't, didn't have a beard, that would not be accurate to the lore. Mm -hmm. What Jackson did was take certain things out because you cannot put every tiny little detail into the movie. He, he did some things where he, um, you, like you said, he changed certain story elements and he changed, um, or he took some things out based on how much time that he had. Right. Yep. Um, and so that the story would flow well, and then you would still get something that was respectful. Right. And of course there's arguments from Tolkien fans, uh, whether it's uh, it is as accurate or whatever, but a lot of people generally agree at this point. Yes, it is a, we- it is a good representation of the source material. Yeah. Um, Them going out of their way to not do certain things that are very lore specific, especially when the idea behind the series is that it's, taking a lot of stuff from the Silmarillion that's supposed to be Mm -hmm. sort of like their base point for this and they just leave out the fact that not only is it mentioned in the two towers that uh, the dwarf women or dwarven women have beards um, but it's also mentioned in the Silmarillion
3: yeah and it also discusses uh, in the Fellowship of the Ring I believe as well discusses how elves are fair skin long hair and stuff like that so it seems weird to me as much as it would seem weird if with Black Panther, all of a sudden, half of the Wakandans were Caucasian. That would seem weird just based off of the location, unless there's a plausible reason for well, it,
2: right? Well, more than just that, because they're, they were like, is the term like ethnocentric or whatever? Yeah. Um, they they specifically kept everyone out with their giant yes. wall. <laughs> they exactly. Didn't, they didn't want anyone else there.
3: Just for uh, diversity's sake.
2: Yeah. Now... So, and that's that's the other thing to yeah. bring up. Um, A lot of people want to argue... Mm-hmm. Because they're not paying attention. If I'm being if, if 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 I'm being straight up about this, a lot of people are arguing for uh, the di- the diverse casting because they don't they think that they're being um, altruistic in doing this, mm-hmm. which is not the case. No, that is, that they literally like people need to go look this up. They have actual mandates throughout Hollywood with how they are allowed to cast things. Yep, you have to it's like there have to be these percentages not only people in front of the screen but people behind the screen Behind the screen and it has nothing to do with your ability to do the job it has everything with uh to do with the way that you look mhm that's that's it they i i'm maybe they 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 try to find people who are good at their job but if the writing in hollywood is anything to <laughs> to uh to be an example yeah. of that they that it's not the case and i um, think
3: as an elf the uh Arandir, the Sylvan Elf. Um, I think he looks bad as well. Uh, looks like bad play. I think a majority of the elves do. Uh, and again, I think it just goes Is that back the Don like, Lemon? You know, no long
2: hair. This one?
3: Yeah, that's a Don Lemon what elf. That was so funny
2: and spot on. I'm like, he does look like Don Lemon. Is this... Oh, man. Um, oh, he. But, uh, so he says... This was something black, uh, quarter black Garrett put up. He said uh, they're legally not allowed to change yeah. anything Tolkien created. So they created new characters just to add diversity, literal token black characters.
3: Yeah. And and again, they did it in a way that it are that is literally a Tolkien black character to where or whatever other multi-ethnic um, characters they bring up in a way that doesn't, you know, that doesn't make sense i don't know how they're gonna do the sylvan elf but you could again as i told you highlight asian people from rune right that kind of area and you could highlight hispanics and blacks from harad and from Khand and make it in a way that makes sense you know whereas instead of just <laughs> we're gonna have a black princess uh dwarf yeah. we're gonna have you know, so
2: on and so forth. So let's look at this. I so for the tweets of people that we generally would disagree with or who were straight up lying about this stuff. I just uh-huh. left their, uh, their handles out just in case, um, yeah. try, trying to be a little bit respectful. It's not like you wouldn't be able to find this stuff, uh, with a little bit of digging. Right. Um, but here was one, uh, it's a, this is from someone who was incorrect, uh, in this assessment who was trying to defend, yes. um, the ethnicity of the dwarf print, the dwarven princess. I, I, I still mm-hmm. do that cause it's supposed to be dwarven and not dwarf like an F, like the, yeah. the dwarfs in, uh, snow white dwarven Uh, it says did you know that Tolkien, excuse me tolkien based most of the races of middle earth on norse mythology and that dwarves were called uh which means dark elf and were described as having dark or black skin so them casting a black woman to play a dwarven princess is actually very accurate now just some guy who is uh quite well versed in his lore (coughs) said this he said wrong uh token uh oh my god i keep doing uh, this is going to be a problem for me saying token and tolkien um wrong <laughs> tolkien was based uh uh based the dwarves on the durver excuse Dwarf-gathel? me Dwarf-gathel, Uh the catalog of dwarves from the poetic edda yep. like you were talking about none of the mm-hmm. dwarves in his books are described as having anything remotely close to african features um so this is what well, <laughs> huh go ahead i was gonna say no, this go is ahead. this is what we're going to be getting for the next five years these yep. discussions are not only anywhere.
3: that <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad you pull that up because i had pulled him up as well because i remember he tweeted something and i was like oh yeah that's This is what I forgot. Galadriel was athletic, and she did fight in the battles around the Kinslains. That's what that's what it was. Okay, Uh, but that was in the first age. The show takes place in the second age, where she wanders around Middle Earth for thirteen hundred years. She never fought in the War of the Jewels at all, so she wasn't really a warrior in the second age. But it's centering around her being this, you know, uh, lead that is a warrior. Yeah, they're just gonna Um,
2: they're going to uh. So their defense will probably be, well, we just combine the two things. Yeah, that's what they're going to probably say. Let's just, you know, if that's yep. what they're going to do, because this is this this is the defenses that they give. So this was another uh, random tweet that I that I found on the um, one of the ads for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, now that the trailer's out, um, Twitter's been putting these uh the ad out for it uh it says don't care what y'all think um it's a good thing there's more representation in middle earth uh don't want as many people as possible to enjoy this world having poc will influence more young children among others to want to enjoy this world and seek it out
3: well i got the perfect thing for that David, did you know that the Lord of the Rings has sold over 150 million cells all time and the Hobbit 100 million? Did you also know that the Lord of the Rings has been translated into 57 different languages and the Hobbit in 69 different languages?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's
3: It's massive, dude. I you you didn't like the Black Panther movie i disagree with you i liked it i thought it was a, a decent to good movie um
2: <laughs> no i'm
3: sorry <laughs> this is it's we, okay we don't have to go it's okay into it. we can,
2: it's okay we can disagree on <laughs> uh, it's fine you're wrong <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey listen i agree with your complaints i think you're right i still liked it though is what i'm saying um well and uh but i forgot where i was going sorry yeah exactly <laughs> uh But yeah, no. So okay. it mean, just goes to show you that people relate to it regardless.
0: You
2: so know,
3: I enjoyed B- Blade. I don't look anything like Wesley Snipes. I wish I did. Right. And that's one of the things we talk about. Athletic as
2: him. Yeah, that's one of the things we talk about all the time. That it's like they're bringing, whether it's it's traditional politics, whether it's identity politics, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, they're bringing stuff in, and they know the the. It's kind of common now, where it's like any you know even if you're like hey why doesn't the the female dwarf have a beard right that's that's supposed to be part Mm -hmm. of canon that's lore um and they go you're just a rate you know they just bring out the isms and the ists and all these different uh things so um immediately right as soon as people started trying to defend the fact that this uh uh, dwarven princess didn't have a beard uh, i pulled this clip um so i want to i want to play this real quick
3: go ahead do 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 do.
1: It's true you don't see many dwarf women, and in fact, they are so alike in voice and appearance that they're often mistaken for dwarf men. It's the beards. And this turn is.
3: Yep. And again, people have to realize this is a prequel to these movies.
2: End of discussion yep there there should not there's no what I, I don't know what else to say like they're not being accurate yeah
3: right I and that's here's the thing when you have situations like Galadriel when you're destroying established lore like an established character in her history arc And then you have these minor instances of uh, these minor things, right? No matter if it's major or minor, minor being the diverse casting part. That, like, because you have these major red flags, that feeds into everything. And that's when it's, you know, I think, you know, there's, I hope that it's, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's a great TV show. I hope it's amazing. I hope the writing's great and everything makes sense. And they really stick to Tolkien as much as possible. But I don't think that's going to happen.
2: No, I don't either. I, and that's the thing is like, throughout this, you've kind of been like, well, if they did it like this, or if they if if they wanted to be accurate, and the thing is, it's just never going to be the case. Yep. They have no, like- No None desire. of these companies, right, have any desire to do that with any of their properties. It's not their goal. Yep. It's not. Well,
3: speaking of properties, let's get into this next one.
2: Oh, man. So, um, there's, man, there were a lot of trailers that dropped- yeah uh over the past week or so and one of them was uh jurassic park dominion um so we're just going to kind of do a very similar thing um this is kind of going to be standard format now because it's going to help help me on the back end with editing um Mm -hmm. (laughs) being able to just uh break these trailers down a little bit or or talk about these trailers while having some of the images up rather than having to worry about as much copyright
3: uh i don't have a ton of no neither do i um all so, this,
2: oh, you know what? before <laughs> before we uh, do that, I do actually have a couple tweets. Um, I think specifically about this. Oh, I closed it out. Crap. Um, give me your, gravy. T- talk about it for just a second, and let me pull this back up.
3: Yeah, I just I mean, I'll watch it. I, I mean, i'm oh, I don't have high expectations. I'm just going to see some dinosaur dinosaurs eat some people, some dinosaurs get killed. You know, I'm not going for this amazing storyline just like when I go to watch Godzilla or Transformers. Do I want it to make sense? Yes, but doesn't need to be an Oscar-worthy type movie. It's the uh, I'm going there so I can escape and not think, you know what I mean?
2: No, I don't. Sorry.
3: <laughs>
2: I just don't care have, that much about arguments. Jurassic Park. I, have- I mean,
3: it's they did the same thing with Jurassic Park or I'm sorry, they did the same thing to Jurassic Park? With the first two movies that they did with Star Wars, just copy paste, in my opinion. Do you know what I'm saying?
2: I do. I'm still trying to get this up.
3: So, again, that's why I say like I don't have high expectations for it.
2: I mean, I won't. I won't get too too deep into it, but I, I think because um, people people say stuff like that a lot, like oh, I'm not going for this or that. Uh, the problem is is that. You don't have to write something that's Oscar Oscar worthy. The Oscars are dumb yeah. anyway. It's a bad example. Yeah. Like there's a couple things that we have to get away from, uh, uh, like trying to be somewhat critical of things. Yeah. Um, the the second of the Jurassic World movies um, is bad on every level. Yes. And the thing is, is that people have let them get away with uh, all of this stuff for so long, because they're like, oh, it's just a movie, or oh, it's mm-hmm. just this uh and we don't um we don't vote with our wallets anymore because we're like oh it's just going to be a dumb action movie i don't care about the writing and and here's the thing is it's like you say that enough and then you get boba fett
3: (laughs) that's true well i guess what i mean is that i'm not like i expect the writing to be good but i'm not expecting the lord of the rings from this the trilogy and that's you fi- know that's you know fine. what i'm saying I, like as long as it's the hobbit i'm fine
2: <laughs> that's fine like think about it it's think about it this hobbit way. would like, still we, be
3: better than the the previous two jurassic Park movies
2: we've talked about stuff like um nobody mm-hmm. nobody isn't on the same writing level as lord of the rings it's still nope. really good yep because you don't always have to have the best writing what you need is it to be good enough where your characters make sense they work well Your plot gets from A to B without being completely bonkers or bogged down in you know something, Mm -hmm. right? There's a difference. Like there's a there's a standard with these things, and when when we don't adhere to that, like here's the thing, you can like bad movies. Mm -hmm. You can be absolutely aware that a movie isn't good, Black Panther, and still like it. Mm -hmm. That's not. That's never the 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 argument. Yeah, that is like the argument is never you shouldn't watch these things because they're bad, right? That's not what I'm saying. It's that there is a standard for how these things should be done. Mm -hmm. And when the people who are going right, the customer is going to see these things in the same way with like Lord of the Rings, where stuff is where stuff sucks in uh, in what they're doing now and with The Hobbit, right? And people are trying to constantly argue and make excuses for these companies mm-hmm. right they make excuses yeah for disney they make excuses for paramount um oh it's you know it's not that big of a deal or whatever like the one that people like to say for star wars all the time is like it's just uh about wizards with laser swords for kids and it's like you clearly haven't seen the original trilogy yeah it's like people get arms cut off in that right like empire is a pretty dark movie mm-hmm. so it's just ridiculous To be like well it's just this. Like I don't have a problem with like big dumb movies. Some of them are better than others.
3: Yeah. Well I think the main thing. One of the main problems with movies nowadays. Is they use so much nostalgia bait. To where it doesn't make sense. Spider-Man did it in a right way in my opinion. Yeah we'll get to. I do agree with that.
2: We'll get to one that's probably doing That's the only.
3: That's the only real part with the Jurassic Park. That I even. That's even worth talking to me. Everything else in that trailer. Don't really care about. It's just Jurassic
2: Park you know um so let me let me pull this up okay so this is uh so this trailer for jurassic park dominion came out um last week and uh immediately and i i left his i left his name out of it because this is actually mm-hmm. somebody that i know uh, but i thought this was uh quite relevant to this so he said um okay i I know it very well might suck and the writing could make me cringe, but seeing the old cast of Jurassic park back in Jurassic world dominion makes me actually hopeful for this movie. And I just said, that's the point. And he says, I know I get, it's just nostalgia bait. It does in general look like it could be good returning cast excluded.
3: It's that bait that gets you to come see it.
2: Yeah. And this specific person, we we get into it quite a bit when he's around because um, th- these this is kind of what I talk about where it's like you can enjoy this. Me not caring or not liking a specific thing doesn't stop you from uh, from enjoying that. Enjoying thing. it. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like everyone seems to need to make some sort of excuse for why or why not. Uh, or why they they like things or why they're okay with something being the way that it is and it's like Mm -hmm. jurassic world dominion should have hardly anybody um fighting for it because the previous movie was generally panned people people don't like that movie so it's like why are we giving it the benefit of the doubt now and to be honest i went back and i watched the uh original jurassic world from Mm -hmm. from like five or six years ago whenever that was um it doesn't hold up dude i know because it was all nostalgia yep and as soon as that's gone you're like oh i can see through the massive cracks in this yes
3: <laughs> exactly so that's really all i have to say about it but if you have anything else you go ahead you just lead it man uh
2: yeah i mean i, I there's you know obviously chris pratt is back yep plenty of dinosaurs here's blue with,
3: with the, the baby, baby you know and gotta have the baby oh, you man gotta have baby the baby Yoda, something Groot. in it yeah yep.
2: um Uh, Whoops no universal no (laughs) Um, Here's some more of of all of that Going on Um, More Chris Pratt and it sucks dude Chris Pratt's one of those actors uh, that's pretty Similar to Henry Cavill uh, In in my opinion where Henry Cavill just constantly gets Put in these roles that I'm like dude you deserve better (laughs) Yes now I understand Like Chris Pratt's probably making a lot of money Off of this movie and it's the third in the Trilogy so it's not like he could really not come back Potentially he's under contract for that Um, right and uh so you know that's fine i mean he's he's pretty charismatic i've always liked him i've never understood the hate for him um one of the things that a lot of people will notice about this trailer is that this is all set in the real world a real world is, in it's not on an island this time as far as we can tell or there there looks like there might be some islandy type stuff going on in it um but then of course here's laura dern who was in the original movie um and this is the big like uh quote unquote like han solo from the force awakens moment yes. um because sam neil is also he shows up um and they're basically going to go on an adventure together and uh it was really funny because someone uh on twitter posted about like oh man they brought them back the, the cast back together for uh, a a movie um outside of their original ones or whatever and everyone he's like you all know what that means and everyone's like oh yeah this is so great da, da, da. and i just posted a picture of the the guys that are dancing with the casket because i'm not sure any of them are going to make it out of this movie alive. yeah right because <laughs> that's what they do yep they they Get
3: the nostalgia they and
2: hit, kill he'll sacrifice his life or um uh ian who's played by um What's that guy's name? I don't know. The guy from uh, Thor Ragnarok, that was the, his name slip in my mind. Chris I, No, he played the villain. The villain. <laughs> the um. <laughs> oh God, his name's. His, I can't remember. His name slip in my mind. I'll I'll put it in the video or whatever. It's fine. Okay. I I cannot believe I can't. I'll show him to you. He's like he's in here somewhere. So yeah, this this whole trailer is essentially what you were saying. Like it's all just like dinosaurs and people running from dinosaurs. Um, I think you're probably, almost gets eaten. Yeah. I think you're probably going to be disappointed with the number of people who are eaten or killed by dinosaurs in this movie. I'm just saying, Oh man, Um, they don't, they don't really do that anymore. Here's the random villain. Who's been in like all the movies. He's one he's been one of the connecting pieces to that. Here's what I believe is blue jumping off of a roof. Um, so this is, Hey, they're in like the real world. Um, they have this like whole snow thing going on, which will probably be one of the acts of the movie.
3: And a new dinosaur that looks like a raptor that can take flight. Yeah. Here's, kind of Lord darn. Very scared.
2: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's a super generic trailer, right? Yeah, it is.
3: Um, you know, here's. Looks like uncharted in a way.
2: Yeah. It kind of has that, that feel to it. Um, there's not really a lot going on and there's not a ton to really like break down unless you're like super into seeing like the dinosaurs again. Um, yeah. Here's a shot with, you know, action shot, Sam Neill, some random girl. we don't know who this is There, like of course there's going to be like new kids in this one because there's always like the children that have to find themselves in danger so got to yeah man i mean i don't care i honestly i'm probably not going to go see it in in theaters me Uh, either it 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 takes a lot to get me back to the theater at this point and jurassic world dominion is just not doing it for me
3: well let's get on to this next one
2: okay so oh lord have you heard anything about this
3: yeah yeah and um ha ha i, I don't care yeah Whatever. i think
2: i'm actually going to play a little bit of the uh, uh, a little bit of this one um so <laughs> showtime is putting out the show called everything is going to be all white um it's getting panned it's getting panned because it's racist as crap
3: yes it's so racist <laughs> i th- the, tell me you're racist without telling me you're racist yeah
2: so you have the uh the trailer and it says warning this trailer may trigger white people so you know the there's there was this saying in um uh in uh game of thrones that it's like if you have to say that you're a king you're no king yep this kind of is it seems similar to me where you're where it's like oh this is going to trigger you it's like i don't think that that's the point it's like either that or it's like this is really try hard yeah. Like they're um, trying
3: to trigger white people.
2: Oh, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. It, yeah. They're, it's, it's just to, to be like, oh my gosh. Because they're trying to, to, to get those, uh, those clicks, right? They're trying yep. to, to get it, like, drummed up. They want Fox News to pick this up and run with it. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: I think what annoys me most about white people is when they pretend like they're the victim.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> what (laughs) you know what's funny is i guarantee you and
3: (laughs) oh man dude that is so racist (laughs) man and they did a video of it for it to be recorded for all existence for all eternity yeah (laughs) yeah uh i'm not like well ourselves being racist sounds like a great idea yeah. no 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 it's even better we're gonna put it on a showtime for everyone to see yep
2: and the first episode is
3: on youtube for free oh nice i'm definitely watching this so, so yeah <laughs> so i mean
2: I that's that's how it starts <laughs> oh by the way that that shot right there of the uh mm-hmm. the lady with the cop uh that looks staged that yeah, looks like right. they. that looks like an actor
0: also annoying is
2: when they you know when they kill us all white people killed that people yeah that's super annoying i guess i mean it's super annoying in that situation but it it would be that way when anyone tried to kill you or anyone that
3: seems racist to say to generalize an entire culture and group of people off of the actions of few yep what is fragile about whiteness
1: when everything has been constructed around it Every
3: part
0: of who I am has been distorted or criminalized.
3: It's really just a bunch of
0: white lies. <laughs> Restoring the Capitol. You're not patriots. You're... Of course. <laughs> <He is. laughs>
3: I'm going to get that, by the way, what he's wearing, the little <laughs> the, the, pelt and the <laughs> Vikings horn. Weird I'm on going to start wearing it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, to really confuse I'm gonna I'm gonna do that paint my face, but then I'm gonna have a Joe Biden flag behind me just to really confuse everyone yeah
2: and you know the thing is is that I know that we we generally try to be pretty like well let's lie-hearted. let's give them the benefit of the doubt or let's do this, but this yeah. is just such garbage this is nice. such pandering garbage or like trying to drum up drama um, it's it not is. even worth it and then you saw the woman in there who I'm assuming is Muslim and she's like oh we've we've been described as like um uh, the enemy or dangerous or, or whatever the case may be. And it's like, lady, the U S government did that. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. So US are you talking government. About? And I and know if you
3: want to decentralize for them and lessen their power, I'm all for it.
2: Yeah. And of course there's, there's arguments to be made. Cause there's always that person out there. it's like, uh, I'm aware that there's like this, um, belief that the, uh, the government has still got, uh like white supremacist tendencies or whatever because mm-hmm. of the past and how things were founded or whatever but mm-hmm. it's just it's such garbage to constantly generalize this is the problem with um everything going on today and i'm not even gonna play the rest of the trailer. It's okay freaking garbage dude I'm just, he has nice teeth though he does have yeah that's weird right like why is that guy's <laughs> teeth why are his teeth so nice um it's it's just one of those things that's so disingenuous to lump everybody into these monoliths yeah right it like is. you even heard it from that one lady she's like i hate I hate when white people kill us yep and it's like that That is not a nuanced way of doing this. Not that, you know, mainstream or these. I mean, this is all activism essentially, right? Um, Yes.
3: And that is hilarious how racist that is. I am definitely watching that so I can just laugh at the racism. (laughs) (laughs) But I just I wanted to bring it up because I don't. It's just like when I hear like KKK people say like do, do the same thing with black people, generalize a whole group. That's why I love it. When Daryl Davis was talking to one of them, he said, well, you realize like 90 something percent, whatever the percentage is. Uh, of serial killers are all white. Does that mean all white people are serial killers, and that's in their DNA? You know, and so yeah. again, stereotyping, being prejudice, Generali-
2: um, gen- being prejudice. General general generalization seems to be quite uh, racist. All right. Well, what's this next one you got for okay, us? Okay. So, um, I this kind of surprised me when I found it, and I wanted to pull up some extra notes that I made because I didn't want to read mm-hmm. the entire article. Um, there is a. Uh, a new we've talked uh, about bel-air in the past on the podcast Mm -hmm. um and i wanted to just bring up a little bit of this um sorry because this uh this article um this is from the show i'm pretty sure this is supposed to be the will smith character on the left and then that's um uncle phil on the right right um and this article forgive me i'm trying to move some things around um Talks a lot about uh, this show, and it's uh, it's titled um, "Bel Air" is a frustrating reminder that representation isn't enough. Um, so I wanted to take I I took some of the uh, the paragraphs out of this, and I did I uh, I will post this. Uh, it's in the show notes, and it will mm-hmm. be in this when I post this on YouTube, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want people to go read the thing, just so they know, like I'm not trying to take this this woman out of context. It's not the point of, of what we're doing. Because I actually think she makes mildly good points. There's okay. there's still a lot of um, issues with this, where this uh, this obsession in uh, like the corporate press or like activism, like the like activist press, um, mm-hmm. is just like seeping through a lot of this. Um, but here are a couple things from it. Uh, revisiting a Sundance panel with black filmmakers who work uh, Whose works Appeared at the festival in January I was struck by uh, What Aftershock filmmaker Tanya Lewis Lee had to say About the state of Hollywood and its fixation On gangsters and struggle uh, Where's the story about the tech Bro who's doing something Lewis Lee asked where's the story about the black Guy who's MacGyver where is Our black Indiana Jones does that Sound familiar to you yeah uh, that's like we talk about this all the time. Um, I'm gonna go down here. So do do do. Where was I? Uh, Lewis Lee thinks these projects are on the horizon. That the industry is waking up and realizing what we really have to offer. Which meaning she means black people. Yeah. Um, I also I would also want to mention that it's it's hard to hundred percent know where this uh, this woman is coming from uh, because she makes pretty vague statements again kind of generalizing um, blacks as like a monolith as mm-hmm. if every single um, person who is the same skin color of her believes the exact same way she does about these things right and, and that's kind of what I'm getting from it but that's taking it from an outside perspective without really knowing um, uh, waking up uh, what we really have to offer but and this is the author writing this I doubt such reform is possible so it's kind of a rough place to start uh, with a discussion about uh, Bel Air mm-hmm. um, sorry I'm moving some things around you're fine do 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 read some more of this <laughs> forgive me <laughs> you're good <laughs> all right so uh continues um is the industry waking up or is it realizing it can strip mine black aesthetics language style swagger using black artists in front of and behind the camera to hide the fact that these works are just as uninspiring as what came before it um, there's a little bit of truth in there. I would, I, I think, um, I think she might actually be right that uh, she's onto something in the sense that um, a lot of what they're doing nowadays with, let's just say, uh, urban films, right, right? or uh, like for urban audiences, if you will, <laughs> um, it's always based around uh, gangsters and struggle, right? Mm-hmm. We we talk about it a lot, being called. Um, it's uh, a trope that's consistent. Yeah, trauma based entertainment. Yep. And everything seems to be around that trauma based entertainment, or they're like like gangsters, or it's very like stereotypical for, uh, a, you know, in a few different ways. And you don't see a lot of these stories that are starring um, uh, black actors and actresses that are uh, in more of, you could say, like a pulp fiction vein or something along the line. Yeah. That's, that's like. Uh, You know you have stuff like the rocketeer and all these things from a certain time uh time period where you could easily write a story where the central like struggle of the story isn't race right Um, right exactly in fact people would probably uh really enjoy something where it's like you don't even bring that up as a as a topic right in that in in a movie um you know, even something like the pursuit of happiness, right? Which is actually a story yeah. about a guy like getting out of all of that. It's still basically about struggle. Yep. <laughs> they they can't seem to get away from it. So uh, it says every generation black uh, black folks um, since uh, the advent of the film industry uh, believed that this uh, Hollywood would get it right. Uh, when will oh wow this is really hopefully I didn't copy and paste this wrong, this is really bad. <laughs> um, when will we let go of that dream, a dream that a system as venomous as Hollywood will care about representation beyond how it shapes the bottom line? Um, and this this is the part that's really interesting uh, to me. It says, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air... The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air ran from 1990 to 96, a golden age for black representation with sitcoms, which is true, Um, uh, like living single, culturally specific kids shows like Gullah Gullah Island, and works of independent cinematic uh, titans like Julie Dash and Charles Burnett. Um, mm-hmm. and it launched Will Smith into a cherished, cherished pantheon of stars, which I would argue he's lost a lot of that over the last yeah. ten or so years. Um, the series was warm, inviting, and full of physical comedy and loving friction between its various modes of blackness. Um, which I think is like an identity thing. I couldn't tell you for sure uh, without actually asking a little bit more about that. Uh, James Avery's uncle Phil especially remains a cherished example of a doting active black father. I'll bet a conservative one. (laughs) So she like praises. This is one of the where I was, I was like, that's kind of an odd statement. And again, she doesn't dig into it all. Right. It's, it almost feels like she's just taking a shot at conservatism. Yeah. And it's like, ma'am, you do, do realize that the loss of someone that would have been an example of an uncle Phil is the reason that the world is kind of the way that it is right now. Like it's, it's actually a thing, right? You know, it's like very strange uh, that that's going on, especially after having listened to Mo facts for so long um, and him kind of talking about the need to have uh, in um, to have like strong uh, black fathers in the home. Uh, yeah, in the, and sorry, go ahead. It,
3: and it's not even that you you see it with all ethnicities i'm like because i'm not going to say race all ethnicities in america that you know where the father isn't present um the kind of the consequences that unfolds with children and families and so it it gets talking about a lot with the black community Um, um but it's also it's been increasing in white community hispanic so on and so forth yeah Um. it's not as high in the asian community which is you know it's interesting because they have the highest um uh they right. have their success rate at least academic wise is really high
2: yeah well the family is like super important super in a important. lot of those cultures yep. um and it's really funny because it seems like to me um by the way i, I did want to mention this uh she uh wrote a um a review of uh the the most recent recent matrix movie Mm -hmm. and this was the headline the matrix resurrections is a messy imperfect triumph (laughs) (laughs) i didn't read the article because i don't really care but i just i thought that was kind of funny so it's one of those things that's like okay i like that um there's someone out there who wasn't this specific writer of this article who's going who's going um hey why are all the stories about us either about struggle or about gangsters why do yeah. we not have characters? Are like we more than that? Yeah, exactly. Yep. And it's this it, and this is where my problem with that article comes into play, even though I think there are some actual good points that she makes. Um it, it she's very um dour about the situation, in spite of what this director is saying. Where mm-hmm. she's saying, Hey, this is something we need to be talking about. This is something that needs to change.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Why don't we have Indiana Jones? Why don't we have um, like stories that are written that are like uh, MacGyver or you know what what have you right? And it's something right. that you and I talk about all the time. Where mm-hmm. uh, it's like there is a and you know what's funny is like uh, Nerd Roddick talked about this recently too. Um, there is a crazy amount of uh, lore and like mythos dealing with Africa, dealing with Mexico, dealing mm-hmm. with South America, dealing with all I these different. Them-
3: I put them in the show notes of one of our old episodes. Yeah, the top ten and, of and there's, each there's continent. Even,
2: there's like older stuff, right? Like you can go and you can read the stories uh, about all of these different um, uh, like myths from these places, mm-hmm. right? Like there, I can't remember the name of the character, but there's a spider in African uh, lore that's essentially Loki, right? You mm. you have this stuff that's there. Um, these and the, there's a lot of commonalities in these things, and if and and this is where I, I kind of tend to agree that it's like Hollywood's sort of like a venomous place like it's it's basically full of snakes um mm-hmm. and if you were able to work out how to deal with that specific part and you could go and and get back to a place where um a lot of these movies are being made by filmmakers by artists by yeah. people who care about their work and they don't care about um identity politics or whatever it's like hey this is something that's really cool that's part of uh, either like um is directly part of my culture or something from this culture that i think is really great and i want to make a movie about right. this or i want to center like a new book trilogy around this or i want to make games around this there's all of this stuff that could be done but then you have articles where it gets made like this and she's like nah i i just doubt it can ever happen and it's like what are you doing yeah. like <laughs>
3: I, set the and, set the temperature that you want Like be yeah. you know you have this Expectation that you, you have this Vision and this idea you want to Fulfill be the person to fulfill it um,
2: and, and there's um, Now go ahead there's A uh, the rest of that article she talks About uh, the fresh the new Like Bel Air the new series that's coming yeah. up And it sounds terrible it sounds like this Very genetic because she the first three episodes I guess were, were she had seen the first Three um, mm-hmm. and it's super generic right so it's like it goes from kind of like the the fresh prince back in the day where it was a, a show that was full of comedy uh that had um serious moments weaved throughout episodes yeah uh, it worked very well it was like excellent like excellent excellent um and to this where it's basically like it seems like will and carlton are going to be uh fighting about uh their like heritage and culture all the time so like will's like from the streets he doesn't have a dad um he's from like a harder area of philly and carlton's like this uh this wit this rich kid uh who um doesn't understand like essentially black identity right and that's like the show man And it's like they're – and she talks about some stuff in there um, that if they were able to put nuance into the show could be interesting. Right. If like there was a way for neither side to necessarily be correct about what the best way of life is but for them to learn from each other and be like, oh. Yeah. Like, oh. So like for instance, one of the big things I think that is generally a part of the original show – is this idea that like family is important that like Mm -hmm. a family structure is important even in the article um the the woman who wrote it is saying that um uncle phil was like a centerpiece of that just even though he was conservative which is like (laughs) stupid but still there's an important emphasis even she understands that right and i don't think this show is going to do that um, I'm curious. It does, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it's going to get beyond a season. I don't. I, there's not a lot of chatter, as far as I can tell. Um, I guess yeah, I
3: haven't seen a ton of chatter about it either. Yeah.
2: Um, so we'll see. I, I, I'm I'm curious, and I I like the fact that there's somebody out there who's going who is <clears throat> potentially in those circles who's going like we can do more than just making uh, another 12 years a slave or um, man. What else yeah or, or like any of the gang- any of the gangster movies Another that have ju- been out there yeah um i do like there's a movie that uh i remember enjoying uh called dope uh that's yeah. Oh, still yeah don't out it's still it's a good movie yeah it's still sort of in that vein but i remember it sort of being more of this like coming of age story with like those elements and mm-hmm. it, rather than them specifically being focused on either like um a struggle or gangsters <laughs> i think those things yeah. are there but they're more like Decor like not decorations but like They're on the outer Edges of this story that's about these friends Growing up um, So yeah so uh, I guess We're gonna we're gonna move on Because um, we got to talk so about-
3: I was going to Yeah I was gonna say talking about that we Are what, over an hour And a half into this do you Want to save the doctor Strange trailer for next week to have You know something For next week as no far let's, as just not,
2: let's just knock it out
3: Let's just go ahead and knock yeah. it out. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it.
2: Uh, all right. So I haven't actually watched this yet. So we're gonna watch through this entire thing. Um, just and, play uh, it straight. And yeah, and I, and then I'll save comments or I'll I'll click back through as I notice things.
0: Every night, I dream the same dream. begins I did what I had to do to protect
1: our world you cannot control everything strange you opened the doorway between universes and we don't know who or what will walk through it wanda What do you know about the multiverse?
0: Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous.
1: He was right. I'm sorry, Steven. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. We should tell him the truth.
0: Things just got out of hand. You break the rules. Look out! Become a hero. I become the enemy. That doesn't seem fair.
3: It's like I could really care less.
2: Yeah it it's kind of exhaust. That was kind of an exhausting trailer. Um, so of course you have that that moment with uh, what I'm assuming is um, Professor Xavier. Yeah. Uh, he's bald and he kind of looks like he's rolling up mm-hmm. to the edge. And it obviously it sounds like him. Yeah. Um, man, I there's a got couple, a few
3: moments where it looks like. Old uh, Tom Cruise is going to be in there, a superior Iron Man.
2: Yeah, that's one of the rumors going around is that Tom Cruise is going to be in the movie, and so this is one of the things about. Uh, they need I, that star power. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's not so much that as that they learn the wrong lessons from Spider Man. They need star power for 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 sure. Yeah. Um, but it's less about Tom Cruise and a lot more to do with the fact that they everyone saw spider-man spider-man made nearly two billion dollars like it it destroyed at the box office it was unbelievable yeah. and so they go oh so all we have to do is put nostalgic things from the past in the movie and everyone will freak out and uh i i've i told someone this before they are both they both learned the wrong lesson but are also correct in learning that wrong lesson yeah. um I look at something like Spider-Man and I'm like, oh, wow, like this is such a love letter to fans of uh, the old, the original Spider-Man that Rami did. Mm -hmm. And then people, the whole Garfield thing was such a good way of writing his character to give him sort of like this closing arc to the point that people were asking Sony to bring Andrew Garfield back as Spider-Man so that they could actually give him a final movie and be yeah. and like, hey, please do something respectful for his character or bring him back and give him, like, something new. Um, that is not what's going to happen in this movie. Uh, I I could be wrong. I'll leave my words if I'm wrong. I have no problem with that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a big deal. If it actually turns out to be pretty great, um, no problem saying that. Um, I don't know, really
3: have much thoughts just because i'm kind of exhausted with marvel i might to just every, can like a end lot of it
2: people, yeah a lot of people are um can
3: y'all just end it like <laughs> let everyone die let everyone win whatever <laughs> just end it just um nuke them all whatever
2: they they spend some time um kill every villain at the temple you have this new character that they're bringing in who jumped the line with a lot of other characters this is america chavez mm-hmm. um, i don't know a ton about her it, it's basically just through listening. no one
3: does because nobody cares
2: well people know who she is <laughs> no. um but they uh she's like um this is gonna sound terrible. She's basically like the, the new diversity hire for gotcha. the show because she's of like lat, lat Latino Latino origin or whatever and it's um,
3: Latinx, David.
2: <laughs> whoa, dude. Whoa. You're gonna offend people saying that. I know. Um you uh she she's essentially like Latino, but both of her parents are also gay. Uh, she okay. has her she has two mothers that's what i'm trying okay. to say um gotcha. so that and she's um from what i've heard she's like a self insert of the woman who writes those comics and they've never done very well uh um,
3: yeah seems like a great strategy
2: so and not to mention she barely there's so much going on in this trailer and that was what i was looking for I was like oh i wonder if they're going to give her like some talking lines or whatever and she she has like one line where she says look out um so it's going to be interesting to see how she plays into this so strange obviously is getting in trouble for messing with yep. something um i'm curious how this is going to play out because the rumor was and i think uh we had talked about it in either a previous video or on the podcast where um spider-man was originally supposed to come out after this movie mm. Um, so it's really weird and I don't know if they're gonna, if they've reworked stuff because they've had a lot of reshoots, which the rumors were they had reshoots so that they could bring in a ton of these, um these nostalgic characters to to get everybody right. like going crazy about that stuff so they could make 10 second TikToks talking about their theories for what's going to happen <laughs> now. When, are they going to bring Tom Cruise back for uh, more movies? Is he replacing blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. Right. That's what it's mostly there for. Um, or Twitter, Twitter stuff too. That's, they like getting a lot of that stuff talked about and they don't really care as far as like, how the movie actually makes sense or the world the way they're breaking the world um and i want to get into wanda because that's the stuff that pisses me off the most about uh about the way that they are now characterizing her um anyway so he's he's in trouble for something that he did the assumption i guess would be what he did in spider in no way home In spider-man yeah um so i'm wondering if that is a re like they redid that uh with this now coming out after spider-man right um so he's in some sort of thing you have the um uh, the, the the Iron Man whole, guard. No, no, no. Well, they're the um, time people. No. <sighs> Give me a second. Ultron. They're ultra, The same robots from yeah the Iron Ultron. Man people. Y- y- yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you have this moment with like Patrick Stewart or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if I can actually there's oh, uh, there wow, he is Patrick Stewart. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah can clear, can we, you can clearly you can clearly tell that that's him um ball head now i guess that it could be a bait and switch and it's actually james mcavoy yeah could be and they just got patrick stewart to do that line so that they could like fool everybody into thinking that it wasn't yeah um or patrick stewart's in it and that's actually james mcavoy and patrick stewart's going to show up later as a different xavier because literally anything can happen at this point yep um
3: enter a new dimension yeah there's yada, some, like yada, dinosaur yada. stuff
2: you got sam rammy's kind of like typical weird uh horror elements you got this uh other doctor strange who's yeah, like evil, evil strange one, and he uh he showed up in the uh what if series so everyone's yep. gonna like freak out because they're like oh i know him from that thing um strange looking confused there's this like there's some stuff that i am not sure about here where it looks like I th- thought it kind of looked like Captain Marvel.
3: I thought it looked like Iron Man, maybe.
2: It could be. It's really hard to tell what's going on. Um, yeah. There's Evil Strange again. Um, you know, and then we've seen some of this stuff already yeah. before. This looks like you know. a potentially like alternate reality for him. Like mm-hmm. maybe a different Strange or a different... Sorcerer Supreme whatever the case may be yep. None of that matters. But this is the only thing I really want to talk about So the end of the trailer they've got this whole Thing with Wanda where She's like You you change the world and you're considered A hero or like I manipulate Things and I'm considered a villain And I'm curious how this is going to play out Because yes Wanda you are A villain because you like, killed
3: thousands of People
2: well it's I don't I don't Know if that's a case but what she did is a, she tortured An entire town for A very long time to the point where all the people in the town were begging her to either let them go or to kill them yep so that she could have a fake fantasy life with a a dead guy and have like children show up right that's what that show turned into and then she was told by someone who is supposed to be a hero coming up that uh she that the people in the town will never understand what she sacrificed
3: (laughs) i know it's so dumb man it's so dumb so we'll see how that plays out
2: i i tend to agree this doesn't doesn't do a lot for me there's a couple little things in here like visually that i that look kind of cool like this is very sam rammy like evil dead better
3: than lord rings
2: yeah um so and and i'll go see it i don't know how how much i'll um we'll talk about it uh later on I, i think it it has a release date right yeah may 6th may 6th um i mean cool i i don't know
3: i i could just care less i'll go see it in the movie theater just for the podcast but
2: this is yeah this is the thing i'm so tired of it i know dude i need i need more stuff like nobody more stuff like arcane i need i need arcane to continue to be good
3: more stuff like everything's gonna be all white (laughs) Uh, i enjoy good comedies
2: yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, this is going to be a, an interesting year. I mean, we've got we got Batman coming up pretty soon. You know, Multiverse uh, of Madness isn't that far away. Um, we got Halo coming up really soon. Yeah.
3: Lord of the Rings this year. Got uh,
2: Aquaman. There is there is one more thing that that I need to say. Um, uh, Boba Fett had its its last uh, its last episode. Um, no so more Star Wars. Bo- Boba Fett is finally over. <laughs> so uh yeah man that last episode was real bad there's there's this there's this one part where the rancor big this big monster literally uh jumps off of a building and uses both of its fists to slam the mandalorian through another building and he survived because of course he did
3: (laughs) well thank you for suffering through that for us
2: man it's it's bad well and i told you i was like part of the reason i'm doing it is because i i need to be able to like argue the stuff with people and yeah. it's so funny because people it, it, depending on who you're talking to right they mm-hmm. either avoid it and they just want to like call you names i just don't see why
3: people are still even interested anymore just how much it's been butchered and how bad the writing is and it makes them you feel know good. with the exception of mando yeah no, it's just it's just nostalgia It's
2: nostalgia because they love they love clone wars which is the majority yep. of it right it's not even dude it's not even like original trilogy most of the time yep. it's it's clone wars for a lot of them uh, it's reading books and uh-huh, all that other uh-huh. stuff. And so they're now they're seeing the visual representation in live action, and mm-hmm. they think they then they're like, This is amazing. There I'll have to get it. I might get it for next week. Um Mauler uh posted it on their last uh episode when they were breaking down it. But it's like the fan reactions to this character from the Clone War showing up, and these people look like they are about to like their soul is about to come out of their body with excitement. It's it's insane it makes no sense it's like the most unauthentic thing i've ever seen i'm like there's no way that's this exciting to see a and character walk on screen
3: that's how excited we are for lord
2: trop the yeah. drop. lord 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 trop lord L- to trop whatever Lortra-trop. it is Lortra-trop. uh lord tra- lord trop trop loader loader trop loader trop loader trop there Lorter-trop. it is Lorter-trop. Loder, hey, whatever, loader. whatever. Yeah, we can say it however we want. Well, I know this was a bit of a longer episode, but we had a ton to cover. I couldn't believe how much yes. stuff uh, came out um, this past week. Um, thank you guys so much uh, for listening to the show. Of course, you can check our show notes for all the links for the ways that you guys can donate or uh, yes. help us out by subscribing, doing the whole deal. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday with another episode. Uh, hopefully, Canada is still in one piece. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, until next time, y'all. I'll take it easy take it easy
1: politics ruins everything tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap they distort so question as if you war shack horsemen force men and they've long been having the course mapped it ain't that you can't see because you can find it homes just that you don't want to you cope by putting the blinders on i've been trying to find some kind of way but i've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and last to nonsense because your mind is gone I can't save every person in politic, and it's bringing the worst out the very earth And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed But I can't sit back and lurk, I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose And it's a beautiful thing too Uh Hold up Yeah, Hey. looking at the technological advances I used to be on dial-up looking for answers, now what, underappreciating was handed, and 20 years later we got computers that hand fit, used to be playing Sega Genesis with bros, now I'm gaming with some folks on the other side of the globe, used to go through a label if you trying to blow, now people got more options on the table, gotta post. Social media got us connected as ever on every medium. Should be more righteous and clever, but what we see in this communication is error and still the devious. Evil's immediate, tedious that you gotta be remediate. Cause idiots get heebie jeebies in the event that they don't agree with you. Try to ruin your whole life cause you say what they dislike. God forbid y'all disagree without a fight. The type of stuff that will clear up if you lighten up, Jack. Your try for subject. Your life would right if you give up that. You're mad at nothing, not add up when you're sad enough at a sad segment gets aggravated and now you pay it forward let people make your blood boil you. emotions firing like microwave for you, or the oil they annoy you you add another's neck for the wrong reasons election years now seeming like full-blown seasons man you let politics ruin or rather control your whole life man you're gonna be a miserable person straight up and unfortunately that's where we're at a lot of people are consumed by this and it's driving them crazy and they hate their neighbors. Mm. Sad.